what I learned is burnout isn't a one-time thing. It's not this big catapult. It's not the fireworks. It's, it could be these small moments where you're just not your best version of you and you have to figure out what's happening. Why is it happening and, and change course. This is Gretchen Bridgers, again, sharing her excellent advice on what to look for when you feel like you're starting to go through a season of burnout. Welcome to episode 11 of the Burned In Teacher podcast and episode two of the mini series, Always a Burned In Lesson with fellow podcaster Gretchen Bridgers. Hey, Burned In Teachers, before we get started with the actual interview today, I want to invite you to the Burn On Challenge taking place November 26th through the 30th within our private Burned In Teacher Facebook group. I have strategically planned this challenge to take place at the end of November because beginning January 7th, we're going to start another eight-week small group program. So I want to give you a little taste of what it is that we do in that program. So like I said, November 26th through the 30th, I will be conducting this Burn On Challenge within our private Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher. So you don't have to sign into another group. You don't have to even sign up at all for the challenge. All I'm asking is that you join us every day in the group for our 10 minutes of just encouragement and helping you to burn on through the rest of 2018. So we'll start Monday with begin where you are. Tuesday will be understand you or understand your situation. R will be reflect on your challenges. That will be Wednesday. Thursday will be nurture those strengths. And then Friday, we're going to combine O and N. Open your possibilities and never settle. This is all in an effort to help you to end the 2018 year with a bang and with a lot of encouragement and enlightenment into your teaching life. And then after that challenge is over, I will be opening the doors to the first small group program offering in 2019. I'll only offer it every few months. So this gives you the opportunity to kind of get a taste of what it will be like and how it is that I would love to serve you and your group members in this small group program. So like I said, you don't have to sign up. I will be in the Facebook group daily offering you encouragement and enlightenment. And please feel free to join in every day at a time to be determined. And if you miss that time, then no worries. Just watch the replay and feel free to comment below the video that I will post. And let's finish this 2018 year out strong. So those dates again were November 26th through the 30th. Now let's get started with this interview. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the second episode in our Always a Burned In Lesson with Gretchen Bridgers from Always a Lesson podcast. She's here with hey, us hey. today. Yay, I'm so excited. So today we're going to tackle burnout and I want to hear your experiences. Just like I've heard from other experts and teachers that have been on the podcast, I would love to hear your your stories and for you to share them with our listeners. So yeah. tell us about your experiences with burnout. You've mentioned that you've gone through it a couple of times a lot like myself yeah like when you hear burnout you think okay you just had it you, you were at the end of your rope and you gave it up that's not how my story unfolded in fact when I look back it's like wow I was burned out a couple of times but not completely they were just like moments or seasons of burnout 
and I got my groove back and then something else would happen. And so that might be what some folks also have. They, it doesn't have to be this one large moment of burnout that sent you fleeing, right? It could be these little things and, um, they're not bad. It actually helped me find my way to do what I do now. And if you didn't hear the last episode, go back and listen, but to get you caught up really quickly, I taught in the elementary classroom and then transitioned to a new teacher coach. And now I'm an edupreneur. And we kind of joked about what that was last time, but I, I wear many different hats mm-hmm. and I am so glad I got here, but it's because of these seasons of burnout that I'm here. So let me unpack this story for you. Um, I started in a title one environment. I had no idea what that was. Cause when I was learning to teach, we didn't have that in the district that I was in. So this was brand new, but I was just so thankful to have a job. And these kids loved me cause they needed that connection and that love and that relationship. The parents either didn't speak English. They had multiple jobs. They, um, weren't able to be home as much as the child needed. And so these kids were a little bit more emotionally needed, um, needy, excuse me. And so I didn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I knew how to teach content. I I didn't know how to spend time teaching life. And that ended up being what happened. And I got so burnt out teaching third grade and second grade and fifth grade that I needed a change. And, And during this time, as burnout was starting, my uh, administrator asked me to go teach fifth grade because my behavior management was really strong and this group of kids was going to be a challenge and they needed a leader up there. Well, I never taught fifth grade. I student taught third and then when I started teaching, all, all I had taught was third. I was like, well, I'm up for a challenge. I don't know. These kids are kind of the older ones on campus and I'm going to give it a try. Well, it is not my thing. That is not where I have strength and happiness and balance. And I was able to help find some structure and that behavior management piece, which is great. But the burnout started burning like really hard during this phase. And so I went to my principal after that year and I said, I just can't. This is not a good fit. Um, My sanity, like these kids, um, they just weren't listening like my sweet little third graders were and they were starting to buck the system you know and that age just isn't for me I know a lot of people that love it they're like oh you can be sarcastic with them and everything and I get that but for me it just it wasn't it's nothing against them but sometimes there's a a mismatch and so she said pick a grade and I was like I would like a break from testing because our third fourth and fifth graders had testing Mm -hmm. and I said second grade (laughs) and so (laughs) I had the best year can I tell you I loved the curriculum I loved the content I loved my team I loved the break of the stress it was a totally different vibe in K2 and so again I got my groove back and my my that internal burn started to go down and I'm like okay wait I am saved you know (laughs) <laughs> and then that struggle again, I'm like teaching kids life and not just content. I was getting burnt out because I didn't have time and energy to be all things to these types of students. So I purposely looked at uh, when we had this transfer fair for a school that didn't have a child that might need that much attention and love other than academic. And I found this neighborhood school and and that was great. And one thing I had learned from my start as a teacher was the mentorship was horrible because the school district mandates you have a mentor, which is great, but they match you up with somebody. And I was matched up in a different grade level. She was one grade above me. So that's pretty close. However, she was in a totally different hallway, different curriculum, different life. Like we never saw each other. And so all my questions, I went to my team. So I never utilized this person. And because I didn't have kind of the support I needed, 
I was making it up as I go. And you know, a first year teacher, you need help and guidance and someone to bounce ideas off. I mean, so many silly mistakes, you know, so I just wish I could go back and, and, and give myself someone that could be there. But Amen. I, I wish I had the same too. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that was one of our commonalities. Yeah, the lack of mentorship. So when I went into this new uh, season of a different school, I knew what I needed. I needed a mentor. I've never been in this kind of um, school type before. So I quickly asked, what is your mentorship program I'm like? Well, you've been teaching more than three years, so you don't get a mentor. I'm like, well, don't you have something at a school? Like, you know, I'm a new teacher to the school. And they're like, no, no, we don't have anything like that. So again, that little light inside of me started to burn. I already felt behind and I felt like I couldn't do it. And I was working uphill and that was really frustrating. And at the same time, I was realizing I don't love the classroom as much as I thought I would. Like, I feel like I'm top at the top. I'm, I'm just tapped out. If I, I need something else in order to grow. I, I was just kind of spinning my wheels. And that's when I started a lot of mentoring and I created the mentorship program there and worked um, with my facilitator to make it a, as great as it could be before passing it along. And I had student teachers and I was providing professional development to staff. And that's when I also started coaching. I talked a little bit about that in our last episode of coaching new teachers. And so I had this other me, like this leadership me, and that would turn down that internal flame of burnout. But then in the classroom and the lack of the mentorship that I had to take me to the next level, that's where burnout started to come. I'm like, I, I'm dreading showing up to work and I have a team that can't really work without me. It's like they, they were so dependent upon me and that isn't good leadership on my part. And so I was just starting to spin my wheels and ended up eventually closing that season of burnout and taking a risk and doing the coaching and stuff that I was doing on the side as a full-time job. And guess what? As you can tell from the story, it's like the flame burns and then I get it under control and the flame burns. And so I got it under control for a while and I was feeling great and energized and happy and felt like me. And I felt like I was growing. And I think that's what I was craving is uh, I had no one to look towards, no one to, to help me get better. And um, I needed someone to look. I needed a mentor. And so I finally found kind of my own PLN with these other coaches who had been doing it longer. And eventually that closed in terms of the connection that they had with the school district and they were moving on to different cities. And so I was at a crossroads and thought, well, if I'm truly burnt out, I don't want to jump back into the classroom because I'm not going to be great for students. I'm not going to be great for me, but this is something I love. And I just started really adding all these other facets to my business. And I was taking my blog and turning it into a podcast. And then I was creating webinars and then I was virtual mentoring people and um, doing all, like creating resources, like all these different things. And mm -hmm. that again, helped me get it under control. And so I guess what I learned is burnout isn't a one-time thing. It's not this big catapult. It's not the fireworks. It's It could be these small moments where you're just not your best version of you and you have to figure out what's happening. Why is it happening and, and change course. And as you could tell, I, I changed grade levels. I changed schools. I changed environments and all those things helped me. Like there's lots of things you can do before you have that big moment of that's an explosion and um, burnout is real. And so I'm glad that I had people I could talk to and, and say, like, I'm not feeling good about this. I'm not happy, but I, I still love being a teacher. It's just some of these other things. Or I still love working with so-and-so, but it's these other things and mm -hmm. having a sounding board to help me work through it. And that's what's so great about you is you do that for people. You help them figure it out 
to save great teachers. Thank you. I I really appreciate you saying that. So I have a question for you. So you talked a little bit about mentorship and that, and we both kind of touched on the the point that neither of us felt like we had strong mentorship in our first few years of teaching. And I could definitely relate to that. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, as you, as you went from teacher to coach, then to that next season where you started your podcast and you started doing that virtual mentorship and, and all of that. Did you ever find a mentor along your way? I, I think I've always had mentors, not always in education. I know mm-hmm. that sounds crazy, but there's people I look up to um, either personally or professionally that have geared me in one direction or another. And so when I was learning all about podcasting, I had a lot of people I looked up to that were great podcasters and I learned what I could. And then when, you know, a blog, okay, how do I keep this blog going? Okay. I look, Angela Watson is someone I always look up to truth for teachers podcast, and she's Mm -hmm. got a blog and, um, cornerstone for teachers. And I looked up to her and writing books and, and those things. And, and I've got family members who have the business side of things that I look up to. So, for me, I learned in mentorship is it doesn't have to be someone teaching the same grade, the same type of kid or teaching at all. It could be someone in something totally different. And but somehow they have something you need. And so that's where you have to do your homework, because I couldn't fix my own burnout if I didn't know what my issue was. Right. And by finding people who were strength, who had a strength in an area where I was weak, that's how I fixed the burnout or turned it down for a season and was able to continue feeling passionate and and loving what I'm doing without exiting the profession completely. Mm -hmm. You've already touched on my next question a little bit. You've already answered it a a tiny bit. So if you ever do feel that burnout creeping in, how do you get out of it? What is it that you do to to keep going? Well, it's always problem solving. You have to know yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to say, what is going on here? Why do I keep having a bad day? Why am I not looking forward to getting up in the morning? Um, Why am I not growing? Why do I keep getting bad evaluations? Like, you know, whatever the issue is, you have to look honestly at yourself. And so for me, I did tiny band-aids is what I call it. Like when I was yes, having please a bad tell us day, more. <laughs> when I was having a bad day, I stuffed, you know, my favorite food in my desk and saved it for that bad day. For me, that's a Dr. Pepper and some sort of chocolate, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, Reese's peanut butter cups or what, whatever your favorite mm-hmm. thing is. And when that moment came and students were out of the room, that's what I rewarded myself with. Like, take a deep breath. It's okay. You can get through it. Like you have this little moment to look forward to. And then when that no longer worked, I would change, you know, locations or, um, I would sit in the teacher's lounge when no one else was in there. Cause they had some comfy couches or I blasted my music, um, in my classroom to just es- mentally escape, or I set schedule boundaries. Like I would leave the building after my required time and take stuff with me. And I know people don't like to do that, but for me getting out of the building, putting in my pajamas, walking my dog, sitting on the couch, eating chips and salsa, watching the Ellen <laughs> show. Like that was my way to just, ah, and then I could refocus and I had a great work session of grading papers or writing lesson plans or whatever. And then when that stopped working, then I changed grade levels in school. So it's kind of like the band aid got bigger mm-hmm. as I was like ruling certain things out. So I would say don't wait until you're like having to hit the exit button, right? (laughs) Try some of these other things in your day to 
reward yourself and reinvigorate yourself and remind yourself like, Hey, it's okay. Like it's a bad day. I'm going to pump my favorite song on right now. This is great. And that'll change your mood for a while. Just don't give up the moment it gets hard. You just need, you know, a moment of reprieve. Mm -hmm. I talked about this on a podcast episode not too long ago um, when I was describing the three different types of burnout about how we have to, we have to look for those moments of positivity and look forward to those, those little pieces of joy that we can find in our day. Um, When things seem to always be going wrong, if we really just change our language, and change our behaviors. We can find those little those little glimmers that are there throughout the day. Um, and if those have to be self-imposed, you know, right. that's, that's of course up to you too. That's again, something else that's within your control. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you talked about that. So if you could go back in time and tell the burned out lost you one thing, what would it be? Just keep going because now that I'm here, and I look back, thank God I didn't give up. I would have missed out on all these amazing things. So just keep going. You know, whatever goes up must come down. And there's our seasons are never forever. So you don't think like, oh, I hit my job. It's always going to be this awful. It's not. You know, there's nothing that is going to be permanent. It, it just hurts for a moment, but not a lifetime. And I am so thankful I didn't give up on my dream. I changed directions and I problem solved like I needed to, but I didn't pull the plug. And I'm so grateful because it's been one wild ride. I am really, really glad to hear you say that because I feel the exact same way. I went through those seasons of burnout myself, as you all know, if you've listened to my story. And I believe so strongly in things happening the way that they should be so that you can share your story with others and help others through their seasons of burnout as well. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah. Have you created anything at all that could help any of our listeners to begin to beat that teacher burnout? Yeah, I part of my podcast is I've got different groups of teachers that listen. And one of them, uh, the categories is teachers in transition or distress. So a teacher might be changing grade levels or schools or districts, or they might be exiting altogether. And so I've got specific episodes for those folks who would be kind of your burned in folks Mm -hmm. that, hey, I have some motivating words that come out Now it's every other week just because I've had a new baby. But I hope to get back to the every week schedule to keep you in the game because we can't keep giving up good teachers. We can't let them leave. We've got to figure out ways to stay. And between what you're doing and between my podcast and my blog series, I'm just hoping to remind them how great they are and to keep going and and get through the season because something great is right around the corner. And listeners, if you've never heard of her podcast, it's called the Empowering Educators Podcast, Always a Lesson by Gretchen Bridgers. So if you search for it on iTunes. Yeah. So if you you are on iTunes, Google Play and Stitcher, is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can find her on multiple. And on my website. So if you can't find it anywhere Mm -hmm. else, just go to alwayslesson.com. It plays right there. Yep. Yeah. So very similar to my setup. Uh, But I will tell you that Gretchen has a way of putting things that are that are just very eloquent and she has a way of <laughs> she has a way of speaking that is is something I can only dream of becoming. So <laughs> I really really do uh, encourage you to check out her podcast. She's got very excellent topics and she's always learning a new lesson as you'll hear her say on her podcast episodes. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing your experiences with burnout. So thanks again for joining us on another episode of Always a burned in lesson and we will see you next week see you later the main takeaway from this is 
you cannot wait until it gets too bad to reach out. Look for the yeah. joy and small victories on those down slopes to get you through. And always be, I would say, thinking about what it is that you're going to do to take control. And if you yes. really are unhappy and you're feeling unsupported, you are the only one, as I've told you many times, you are the only one who can be be your hero. No one's going to come save you. Even if it's about, you know, we talked last episode about your PLN. Even if it's finding that person to talk to, to gain inspiration from, you are the one who has in, you are in control of that. So I, we yes. really, we really do encourage you to, to continue uh, finding those little pieces of joy and finding people to inspire you and mentor you uh, through this burnout because they, those people are out there. Uh, but sometimes you have to go searching for them as Gretchen and I have both found. That's it for this week's episode of the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next week, take a deep breath. You are your own hero. And you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you want to be updated on the latest burned in teacher podcast episodes, don't forget to subscribe to the burned in teacher podcast on Google Play or iTunes. Also, please consider leaving a review and leave a rating so that other teachers who are feeling the burnout can find this podcast to help them feel supported as they continue their journey out of burnout. Thanks so much.